If you're struggling to find your purpose and calling in life, this clip may help. Hey, Adele here, and welcome to the podcast where we explore all things related to purpose, identity, connection, and what it takes to really live up up to your full potential in this thing called life. This question about, gosh, Adele, what is my purpose? This is a question that in my experience with working with hundreds, if not thousands of people around the world, this basic question is always rumbling underneath almost all the questions that us humanoids struggle with, including but not limited to livelihood in terms of what, what should I be doing? The same question is also rumbling in relationships with other people. Because not everyone sees the connection sometimes, but your purpose must also be expressed in the quality of your relationships. And so it's not always a matter of, should I be in a relationship or not? But what is the quality of the level of expression that I'm able to share of myself in my relationships? And that is intimately tied to your purpose. And so... In this clip, I'm just going to invite you to explore a couple things that may help. Because I think sometimes when people think about their purpose, they're typically thinking about livelihood. What should I be when I grow up? Which is a part of it. We all want a livelihood that that we enjoy, that we can earn a living doing. And there are umpteen zillion management and leadership books written on, perhaps you've even heard of Ikigai, which is a Japanese a concept using um, circles to depict things that you enjoy, things that you're good at, things that are needed out in the uh, marketplace, etc. And those are all lovely. In my book, it's good to separate the question of purpose into two pieces. The first um, definition of purpose is much more the, about the essence of you. Who are you? And this is an ongoing inquiry. It's not like someday, someday you suddenly know, um, but a sense of, you know, what, what do I really enjoy in this thing called life? And you, all, you will not be alone if you often feel lukewarm or unclear or a little conflicted. I feel like this is a, a secret that doesn't get discussed out there. There's this assumption that everybody knows what they want. And if you know what you want, your job is to just go out and make it happen, whether it's in entrepreneurship or um, some sort of um, corporate leadership or as an artist, just go make it happen. And then you will be happy. But this, this inquiry into who you are is a lot deeper than just what you should be doing. Um, And I'm going to share a little bit more about that in the second half of this clip. So the first part of the question is more a sense of the essence of you. Do you even know? Because a lot of times we think we know who we are until things aren't working. You you don't know until you don't know. So if you're not sure you know who you are, usually you can look at the things that aren't working. And there are hints there of the real you that needs attention, needs to be explored, needs to be expressed. Uh, So you don't have to look too far. This does not require uh, deep meditative practice, although that's useful. But on the ground, where are you feeling a little off? Just go there. There's plenty to work with right there. And that brings us to the second question 
that, that I believe is part of this purpose, which is probably what more people think about. When they think about the purpose, there's usually tied to a livelihood conversation. Should I be an astronaut? Am I meant to be a mother? Um, and there's often a sense of what am I meant to be doing? Um, there's a deep fear, I think, in the human psyche of getting it wrong, that perhaps, you know, the God of, of your understanding has put you here as a grand old test, and your job is to ace the exam. And if you were to ace the exam and, and deduce exactly what God or the divine wants you to do, then survey says you'll be happy. That's a lot of pressure. But I feel like subconsciously, that is what a lot of people think. They think that they've got to get it right. And there's one answer in terms of livelihood. I'll just suggest that livelihood depends a lot on the first question. That a lot of times, the reason why people are struggling with livelihood is that they haven't sat enough with the essence of themselves yet. So diving directly into things like personality tests, which can be useful, or what color is your parachute, which can be useful, all of those are useful to some degree. But none of them can come close to capturing the fullness of you better than you can. Meaning there is not an external exam, survey, test out there that will capture all of you the essence of you as a humanoid, as a spirit, as a soul, in a satisfactory form. They, they capture glimpses, and it can be useful. But if you are relying on outside things to tell you who you are, um, you'll always feel perhaps a, a sense of, sometimes it can feel a little dissatisfaction, like, well, I'm more than that. Um, now, some of these tests may confirm what you already know or can add to some element of self-discovery. And that's lovely. And that's why these tools exist. So absolutely, everybody loves these, you know, five questions to help you determine your Myers-Briggs or whatever. Those can be nice. But, you know, the world did not always have psychological tests. And people still struggled with the basics of the essence of who they are. And in the past, there wasn't even the luxury of thinking about what I wanted to do for a living, our options were often very limited by the parental lottery. You know, what social class you were born into or where you were born or whether you were born into a, a, an environment of privilege or not. The environment had a lot to say about what you wound up doing. And now we are in a point in history where more people are determined to answer this question, rather than it just be by default, um, there's, I, I would like to use my agency. What, what am I meant to be doing? So this question of what I meant be meant to be doing, consider that if you are concerned about missing the exam, put down here by the divine, that, there, that, that everything can feel like one big joke to you, that everyone else knows something you don't. That's how I used to feel that everybody else had a certain uh, North Star inside that was given to them by their, their um, personality wisdom or God or something like that. And there I was, bumping along, totally clueless. That is simply not the case. 
But if you do have a spiritual perspective on this idea of what am I meant to be doing, consider that divine plan, and by that I mean whatever the God is of your understanding, which, you know, I think this works fine for any formal religion or none at all, or if you're an atheist, or the divine plan, this the, in the realm of possibilities of what you are, you could do, or what you're meant to be doing, the divine plan, that will always honor divine instrument. Divine instrument, instrument being you. The smaller you in terms of what you like, what you don't like, what you enjoy, Divine plan will always honor and support divine instrument. What I mean by that is that it's highly unlikely that the divine plan would be insisting that you should be a rocket scientist when inside you really yearn to be a poet. That, that's probably not likely. It's more likely that whatever lights you up came from somewhere that the expression of your joy, of your interests, your opinion, your voice, your perspectives, all the things that are unique to you, that, you know, skill set may have a little bit to do with it, but you were born this way. That these qualities that make up the essence of you, the first question I was asking you about, they came from somewhere, did they not? And depending on how your philosophical or religious or spiritual perspective, they came from divine plan. You were just born that way with a packet of stuff. And so it doesn't make sense that you would be given a packet of stuff that makes you miserable, that you don't want to do. It's more likely that your job is to notice what you came in with. And you might discover, I actually like what I have. It's natural to me. And then looking for a way out in the realm of possibilities to express it. The divine plan will always support divine instrument. Whatever lights you up is, in fact, part of divine plan. And when people feel, they feel a little bit hesitant. There's a certain doubt. Well, gosh, you know, I really love gardening, but what if I'm really supposed to be a school teacher? That there, there is a... Um, a distrust of what is already flowing through them. And that's nobody's fault. It's often cultural conditioning. You know, men should think this way, women should think that way, or what kinds of careers we were encouraged to take on as children. And so we lost track of the natural, oh my gosh, when I grow up, I want to be X. So here's a tip that you may start with, just to get you out of your head. If you're really struggling with, oh my gosh, what's my purpose in terms of livelihood? Think of it this way. What would you do if someone gave you all the money you needed, whatever that is, a million dollars, 10 million, whatever it is, that you were totally covered financially in a satisfactory way, and someone said, okay, now you need to be doing something that... Uh, but you can't charge for it. You cannot charge for this. But we would like to see you express yourself in some way. What would that be? Right? If you had to produce some sort of service or, or product or, or, or whatnot, any sort of 
activity that, that generates. And it's usually something, in my experience, most people want to contribute in some way. So it's not just you know, building sandcastles by yourself, for yourself. There's often a need to contribute to the divine plan at large because that's what we're meant to do. We are meant to serve the whole, not necessarily me, myself, and I. We're happiest when this full expression is turned on. So if someone came to you and said, you've got all the money you need, but and we want to see what would you be expressing yourself doing? some sort of product or service or output, what would you do? Start there. Turn on the childhood fantasy engine that you had at one time that got squelched behind what's practical, what's expected, all that. Start, start up your daydream engine again. It's an enjoyable practice. Don't take this so seriously. And in fact, that is part of the reason why people get so stressed. Oh my God, it just feels so big. Well, let's de-stress it and play. If you had all the money you needed, what would you be doing? If it was something that you, you couldn't charge for it, you were just serving the whole with all of you in some way. Have a think about that. And that may give you some clues, not only to the the first question of who you are, but the second of how you might want to pour some of this into what you're actually doing for a living. So purpose, like I said, there are two parts. Um, They are related, but the first one, start there. Because without that foundation, the second one is often conjecture or a guess or someone else's ideas. So... If this is useful, let me know. As usual, if, if this has been useful, share it with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time for us to have a conversation to see if we're a good fit, let me know. And until next time, stay well.